Welcome to Built to Scale e-commerce show with Darius and Justin. We are the founders of Ad Kings Agency, an industry-leading boutique e-commerce, Facebook ads, and omni-channel funnels growth agency. Our insights and expertise have helped to generate over $45 million in revenue and spent over $18 million on paid acquisition for our clients in the last year alone. In this podcast, we open up about the marketing and business development strategies and tactics we use to get these results. Hey guys, welcome to Build to Scale Commerce Show with Darius Kunza. And today we'll be interviewing my good friend Darius Lukas, a master of writing and positioning. And to be honest, we met through Roger James Hamilton Mastermind at least a few years ago. And back in the days, we was interviewing hundreds of successful entrepreneurs and helping them to create their own brand story and tell it in the right voice to attract customers and position their brand. And in today's episode, I have invited him here to dive deep into mastering the branding and positioning for your e-commerce brand. We will be talking about what separates the mediocre e-commerce brands from the ones that are really able to make an impact, establish themselves as the market leaders, and reach height figure mark or even nine figure mark. Because usually that's the biggest difference that we're making. They have amazing brand story and they know how to tell it and how to resonate with people. So hey, Darius, super excited to have you here. Could you introduce a little bit more yourself to the audience? Hello. Well, thanks for having me to start with and for a nice introduction. So basically what I do is I help entrepreneurs tell a good story through their business and use that story to sell whatever they sell, whether it's products, services, or themselves. So basically, in many cases, it's helping entrepreneurs to actually get paid to be themselves or to put out the best product and create a myth, a legend, a story around it. So that's what I do now, on the side, I run a couple of online learning platforms, teaching languages and so forth, and sort of have a team. And previously to that, actually in my past life, I was a theatre director in London. Then I moved to Indonesia, where I started working with all these multi-million dollar companies, helping them shape their storytelling and their brand story arc, which then brought me to this day where I have a multiple business myself and then also help others tell their brand stories. Cool. And honestly, I think, you know, a lot of people are underestimating the branding and storytelling. So maybe you could share a little bit more why the branding is actually important. Well, obviously, we all like talk about branding. And usually when we think of branding, we think of colors and we think of design and we think of visuals, all of that jazz or like company values. But very rarely do we speak actually about the story that we tell. How do we position the brand? How do we talk about what we do with power, with integrity. How do we create the story that actually encapsulates and sort of captures your audience? We all know what it's like to actually read a good book or watch a good film. It sort of, it involves us, it, we become part of that world. I think having a good brand story is exactly that. It gets your buyer, your prospective customer to become part of your world in which then the person sort of becomes a hero or a heroine and goes on to buy things from you and become part of whatever you're doing. So I think story is the point of connection. Story is how you really relate to your customer, to your client. It's sort of, it's what elevates you above transactional companies, transactional brands who might be very good at services they provide or products that they create. It's the blood and the lifeline of your brand if you're wanting that to be something that really 
converse, converts and takes off, if that answers your question. Absolutely. So what I'm often seeing myself that a lot of people kind of are misunderstanding what the branding is. They always think about, hey, it's the color, it's the logo, it's the font that I'm using. But what you mentioned, you know, it's often much more going much more deeper. It goes into stories, mission, values of a brand and how you are repositioning the brand and how well the brand message and who a brand is, is able to resonate with your customers and create this kind of deeper connection with them for them to be coming back and back and back into the brand. It's just kind of repeating buyers, right? Just creating a cult essentially around your brand. Exactly. You create a narrative. If you look at examples of a very simple example in popular culture, J.K. Rowling writing Harry Potter, it's not a novel. It's, it's a whole world that she had created. Now, if you look at Ariana Huffington, for example, who had founded Huffington Post and then later on Thrive Global, before finding Thrive Global, she tells a story how she collapses on her computer keyboard out of exhaustion because she completely worked herself to death almost. And in that in that sort of moment of collapsing and, and sort of breaking her cheekbone, then she discovered that actually she had to do something about it in the world. And then so, hence she founds this global corporation. And then everybody, like if you look at any interview that she now gives, like that's part of the whole cult, the myth, the story that she's telling to the world. And people remember that. They might not remember the services she's providing or like the structure of her company. But we'll first resonate with the story and then we'll want to be learning more and, you know, what comes after the story. So, yeah, totally. And then I think that's, that's kind of a must, I guess. And tell me why people are even resonating with stories much more versus, let's say, you know, just like a typical branding or whatever. Well, it's very simple, I think, because our brains are wired that way. Like, that's a very primitive human sort of way of perceiving the world, the way we perceive the world psychologically, according to sciences. We take the experiences that we have and we create and turn them into stories and then they get stored in our brain as stories. I mean, I can't use the scientific terms, but essentially that's what happens. So in essence, we are already wired to look at anything in the world and create a story out of it. Now, if you hand them a story already, which taps into all of the human needs and desires and fears, then having the chance of actually engaging that person. So that's just like the primal need that we have. Absolutely agree. And to be honest, I was doing quite a bit of research about these subjects myself for I think like past three or four months. And I guess for our listeners, most likely will notice like later and newer podcasts have a lot more stories told by me and Justin in general. Just because we found out that in general, stories has about 10 times the retention of just curve-based facts. If we can combine it with some sort of story, some sort of anecdote or something that happened in our life, not only, first of all, we are creating better connections for our listeners that actually are able to connect with them on a deeper level, but at the same time, we are actually helping them to remember their things much more. Yeah, it's almost like a story becomes a framework within which you hand them the facts, the data, the information that you want them to have. It's very common in personal brands. As you said, like now in, in your podcasts, you might be telling your personal experience or your story within a business within which you, you will provide the listener with certain takeaways. Now, so the likelihood of them remembering the takeaways is much higher because they will be associating the takeaways with emotional responses that your story elicited in them whilst listening to your story, right? So if you just remember to any, like any recent conversation with a friend that really moved you and and like ask yourself, why did that conversation move you? Like if it was a personal sort of encounter, you'll often realize that they opened up, they they shared a story and you connect it to the story and you know, sort of it will keep coming back to you. 
it's quite the same in brand storytelling and using story as a vehicle in branding. Yeah, so now you're coming into kind of this very interesting topic about brand positioning because it's very easy to do as a person, right? But how do you do these things as a brand? Well, look at Apple. Ask yourself, why do we buy Apple products and what do they signify? And what sort of story does Apple, so for example, narrate to us? And that's just one of the examples. You can put out a product and let the product speak for itself, meaning that you know, it has certain functionality and go in Amazon, Alibaba, and do, do, do all of the traditional stuff. And it might work, and you'll just transact, and that will be very good. But now, if you're creating something with a soul, if you really like put in, say you produce like water bottles or something, and that's your like, that's the story, that's what you do in life, because you're really against plastic. And you then live in Bali, and you produce these bottles, and you were fed up with seeing plastic in the rivers and oceans there, right? So that's already a story. It elevates the whole product. It makes the product human. It, it makes the product connectable and it, it sort of adds value to the product. It's, it's basically an added value, right? It's, it's the same as why do we buy designer brands? I mean, I don't, but most people, a lot of people do, right? As a status symbol, because there's a story attached to them. There's a story attached to Gucci and Prada and so on. You don't really buy the actual thing. It's what it represents, right? Actually enhancing your product with another layer and you can price it much more once it becomes recognizable. Now, also, like if you create, I guess in e-commerce space, you'd be having brands who'd be specializing in producing one product and they become good at it. Now, if you find, if you actually establish a brand, a company that is good at one product, but then they have a whole brand narrative, which is not only about that one product. Once that product goes out of fashion, once that product is not being bought, they can easily still be known for that story, that narrative they had created. And instead of a water bottle from Bali, they might create, I don't know, like a, a bamboo toothbrush, which then will sell and they will get another spin. But they will not have to reinvent the whole thing because their brand wasn't the product. Their brand was, it had more substance than just a product. Exactly. We were kind of almost like a movement, if you can call it this way. And even when I'm these days recommending to our clients what to do, you know, about your branding, positioning, I always say become human. Do detach yourself from just being a logo. Show your own face as a founder. Simple thing. Create a video, run it in remarketing campaigns. Telling them, you know, why you created the brand, why you love it. What was the reason why you invested like a year in developing that product, not something else. Drop in some images from your warehouse or from your like, or stories of people working for you, how we got here and how we are connecting to the mission of a brand or something. Almost like create a reality show, show ups and downs and just allow people to connect with it. But I think still at the core, everything is about brand mission and the story. So maybe we can talk a little bit more about the origin story. Well, so a good example of what I sort of previously said and taking Ariana Huffington's story with her founding Thrive Global, with her collapsing on a computer keyboard. And that helps her launch this whole multi-million dollar corporation, which then works with companies and help them improve sleep and achieve harmony at work and increase happiness levels. That's a perfect example how you have uh, origin story put to work. So origin story essentially is, is your account of how you came to do what you do right now. and But instead of like you sort of putting out a very polished version of how perfect you are as a company brand or as a personal brand, you portray a hero's journey, what's known as a hero's journey. So you'd be opening it up with certain struggles or certain status quo, 
would show is where you were stuck or what challenges you were having, or it would show how stagnant your life was at that point before you then had this calling to do, for example, in Huffington's case, how she collapsed on the keyboard, then it's sort of, there comes call to adventure, which then leads her on to trials and tribulations until she then establishes this whole company. So basically, an origin story gives a window into your why and how did your brand come to be. It's more than about pages, more than a paragraph about you. It's not devoid of life. It's not facts. It's a real story. You know, why you're doing this? What brought you there? And how would you recommend for clients or a typical e-commerce owner to come up with a story? Because first of all, it has to be real. But I think a lot of people sometimes do not have these enticing or super attractive stories. <laughs> At least this is what I think, right? It's not about creating super crazy story like Anna with collapsing on keyboard. It's more about creating the right angle and finding the story where, where it is and just presenting it in a nice way. Yeah, 100%. I mean, you can't be inventing stories, so that's the point. Like, you can't just, if you don't have a dramatic story, then you don't. But but that doesn't mean you don't have a story. To be honest, in my experience of mentoring people, that's the thing that I get the most, where people come and say, I don't have a story. And 95% of the time, that's not the case. Everybody does have a story. It's just simply asking yourself, it's, it's something that you said before, when you get the founder to come forth and record a video instead of just putting out a bland ad. But the key question is, you know, why are you doing what you're doing and how did you come to do that? So and even if you're, I don't know, like you're doing phone cases, if I just, you're cash cow and you're not, and you're saying that the only reason I'm doing this is just because I need cash and that's it. I mean, then the only path for you is to make up the story, but probably it will be quite hard and you just need to fake it. Now, but a lot of us actually are doing something because we are passionate about it, right? So then you really ask yourself, how did I get to this point? And a lot of the time, there's a sequence of events that the person can trace back to. Maybe they started this selling these cups because they were really dissatisfied with the job that they had, working full-time, five to seven, in sort of, I don't know, eight to seven or whatever, in, in corporate London or something. And then they decided that that's not the path of them and they needed a way to make money, hence they founded these whatever plastic cups that they're selling online or something. But that's already a story there because you say, well, I was struggling. I didn't know how to get out of that situation in my life. Hence, I founded this brand. And as a result of that, and selling you these beautiful cups, I've changed XYZ in my life. And besides these cups, now we're introducing all of these other beautiful things. And you keep telling the story. So everybody does have a story. It just takes time to actually discern it which goes down to self-awareness, like how self-aware you are of your life sort of trajectory and what you're living. So is there like any good exercises you would recommend people to, first of all, try to figure out at least the direction for it and write it? Because I know you mentioned like hero story and I think we will most likely not go here into like full depth. But for anybody, you know, what's interested, maybe you have some resource where people could find out or just Google it. You can Google Hero Journey by, by Joseph Campbell. That's just a traditional storytelling arc that's used in films and in literature. And basically every other myth or legend out there in the world since the dawn of time. So there's nothing groundbreaking about that. But I guess when it comes to you trying to figure out what story you are telling, just very simply, you know, start with that simple question, why am I doing this? And how did I come to do this? What led me to this point? Then ask yourself, what was the breaking point for me? What was the, the like the, the the pivot point? What was the 
the point at which I realized I was no longer putting up with the conditions or the circumstances that I had in my life, my company, my personal life, my business, and then embarked on doing what I'm doing now. Were you essentially seeking for before and after to show the struggle and you coming out of the dark sort of cave, which is part of the hero journey, where the hero goes and slays the dragons and he comes out of the cave purified and better for it and having found the treasure. Any achievement that you achieve through your business is your treasure that you had come out with at the end. And you want to be contrasting the before and after. If you did launch this bamboo toothbrush brand, tell why, share your life before, what were you struggling with, make it tight, tell us at which point did you decide to actually launch that brand, what was happening in your life before that, share struggles and how you then got to onto the success path. And hopefully you can end, end with a very nice paragraph of showing your success and how you thrive in your life, which opposes, juxtaposes the first paragraph, which shows your struggle, just to be as basic as that. Yeah, let's say we create origin story. What's next? I know you often preach about like tying it in with client story, making sure that clients can resonate with your like origin story too. Well, totally. I mean, there are many elements to it. So the reason why I usually start with origin story and I get people to be writing the origin story throughout the mentoring program, just because it's something that is a pathway of self increasing the level of self-awareness. So they sort of start understanding the, the moving parts of their story or their a company story. Because you can be doing that for a company as well. It doesn't have to be about you personally. There is a way to do that, right? Then at some point, once you start have figured that out or part of it, you can start thinking about sort of the key messaging pillars of your brand when it comes to social, when it comes to ads, how you're narrating your story, what are the key three themes, for example, that you are really talking about often. Because a lot of the time, Social is very chaotic for people. Like they put out everything and anything because they think it's sort of throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. And I think that's kind of not the best approach. It's probably the opposite. It's like you want to coherently map out the whole story. So, and as part of that whole, so your origin story is part of the whole brand story arc. Now, like it's different for each person and, and what the brand story arc is. But as part of it, as, as what you mentioned, is your customer stories. So they come in and they participate in your narrative that you've created. So like we, for example, this imaginary story that I'm using, that I someone making toothbrush, bamboo toothbrushes in Bali and selling them, uh, they, they might be getting the stories from all of their clients across the world, filming a 20-second video, how they're having their night routine with a beautiful bamboo brush. And maybe someone will be there with their partner. Maybe someone will be there alone, some like skyscraper in New York. And some, and sort of creates that sort of shared sense of reality that your brand is uniting all these people. If it's a coaching service, then you get clients to go even further and, and actually share how your business mentoring, for example, transformed their lives. This is what we've done to like a couple of companies that I worked with, filming really like, actually not even having high production value, just uh, quality, uh, rather just getting the person to really tell how they use the mentoring to scale their business. Then you take the interview and you edit it in a way that is congruent with the whole hero journey framework. So it taps into these elements that our brains are wired to search for. And I had so many people come up to me and say, well, I bought this mentoring just because of that video and I found out that you did that video. And it creates this whole culture around it. And so you've let the client participate in your story. So it's not only your story, and this is probably the most important thing, your origin story is not for you, it's for your client. So that's also another added element that you're writing it for your prospective customer, not for yourself. 
and similarly to the client stories, they play definitely a huge part in, in, in the whole narrative that, that you construct. And how do you, let's say, you know, once you have, let's say, origin story, you tie in client stories, how do you exactly figure out what to say in ads and how to position your brand the right way? Because I know there's like a lot of buttons to push. First of all, from positive ones, from what people want to achieve and the desired ones to fears and enemies. And there's like so many of them. And I think a lot of people just push their brands and products through, hey, this is what we can do for you. That's it. This is our USP. You know, our product just stays longer. That's, you know, how you're selling a product. How else we could be approaching this? Well, I think you can easily sort of reverse engineer it in the sense that you think about your, your clients and that's commonly known as client avatars, but I usually go further with that and I get people to map out. Take these client avatars that you might have or you might not have and you build those, but like, what is their story? For example, there is the, this person who's in their 40s in London named Claire. She had just come back after work, working in a lawyer's office, and she's scrolling her feed on Facebook. Like, what is she thinking? Like, what is she fearing? What is she needing? What is she wanting? And and then write her, your ad to her, not generic to everybody, uh, not just showing the functionality, but just making sure that Claire resonates with it. And a lot of people then say, well, but my ad is not only for Claire, you know, I also target Jim, who's, I don't know, there's a bachelor dude in New York living. And yes, there might be, but you want to be specific one, post one ad at a time, targeting to one of the three customer avatars that you mapped out. Because in that way, you become really specific. Then it resonates. Then then, then you're not just saying, my toothbrush will do this for you. You can just get this very nice toothbrush. You know what Claire, for example, cares about because she's probably very left-wing, environment conscious, probably votes labor and all of these things. And 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 that's with sort of, with her, and that taps into her value, sort of her understanding of values. Getting your toothbrush becomes, for her becomes the sign of her living out her truth and her values because now she feels righteous, for example, or she feels good about it, or she feels that she's done something good for the planet whilst being there at home, tired after a hard day's work. So, yeah, so, so, so you write to these people, you write for them, you use their language as well. And you look at these ads as stories, even if it's just two sentences. Yeah, it's actually funny, like, yeah, we were working with this client about like two and a half years. So back two years ago, I was still like managing ads for people. And even here, if you're hearing, it's a story, right? Just wanted to catch your attention. But I'm starting with a story here and we were managing their ads and we were basically experimenting with a lot of ads from direct response to story-based ones. And once you find the right hook, it just absolutely explodes the business. And for that brand, it was eyeliner brand. And the hook that worked was, first of all, that we are revolutionary eyeliner industry by investing two years or $100,000 into creating an eyeliner that actually delivers what it advertises on. Because if you figure out so many people who are actually burned by Instagram ads, uh, burned by all these other promises through through any advertising means from giants, etc. We just needed to figure out the angle and create almost like you know a movement around the product. That, hey, you actually... What you advertise, you deliver on. And it might take you a few years to create that product, but you deliver on it. And actually, even to this day, two years later, right, this ad with extra alterations of it, etc., is still one of the best performing ads that that business is writing. So this is like a fun fact, right? Once you just nail the positioning right, you get the right story here that's able to tie in clients and client stories and resonate with your issues, you're just creating like a huge punching power here. And okay, so we 
have these things, right? We kind of maybe figure out the brand messaging, a little bit of positioning, but often people still kind of stop here. Uh, I'm still feeling there's extra level to go deeper, right? Especially when you're creating new products. You could even be telling stories about that. Do you have anything to share there? Essentially, what I'd always say, become a storyteller in your business. For example, look at Richard Branson how he launches cruise ships and airlines and financial services. And there is a story around each one of them. Like he would always share a very, very good story to tell you why you should now hop on his like new airline or new cruise ship line. And he's a very, very good storyteller. Like if you actually listen to him talk or, and you don't have to necessarily be good at talking. You can be good at, <clears throat> good at writing, good at audio, good at piecing a good video out of what your clients had said. Look at everything that you do in your business and think, how can this become a story? How sharing our team culture can become a story? How hiring a new person can become a story? How can coming up with a new product idea can become a story? How can we involve clients into that story? It's always worth, you know, just reading a book or two on storytelling overall. So I started script writing and worked as a scriptwriter and then worked as a theater director. So I've spent my formative years of my adult life sort of learning to professionally storytell in theater. But but you really take all of these lessons and, and you sort of transport them into, and into your business. Another thing that I always advocate, like look at what stories capture you and ask, why did I stop at this Facebook post? Why did, why did I spend watching this Netflix movie for an hour? At which point did they engage me? Or if I switched the movie, what was it? At which point did I disengage? The same if you're scrolling on a newsfeed and you now spend 20 minutes watching some really random video about the dude talking how he, I don't know, likes watercolors. What did he do right to actually talk about watercoloring? To sort of become really avid storyteller. And you don't have to be a writer. You don't have to be a filmmaker to do that. It's just essentially what we are all good as human beings. It just, we need to look at, what do we do structurally to make that happen, right? So you were mentioning like a few books, right? Maybe you could uh, point out some of the books that people could read? Because I know like a good one, it's like the high book. Maybe you have some other ones. Well, I would be unorthodox in that, that I would I recommend just Googling and reading script writing books. And just, write, just, just read one book, how they write film scripts. I can't think of, like, I can't think of the names right now. I can sort of maybe send someone, can be written in show notes. But just simply like look up any good stage writing or screenwriting books. Or like read a couple of articles. You don't even need to read books. Just read a couple of articles. Just have a better understanding of how good stories are structured. Because it doesn't really matter whether it's a film or it's a Facebook ad. Like literally everything that I do now in my business is literally fueled by my years studying theater directing and writing scripts. It's, it's just the, like these are the same rules. And you'll start learning the principles that will never, never change. Like for example, now I did like a workshop about how to write a good about page. And I really like used lots and lots of script writing rules that were just properly presented in the context of about page. But those same rules would have applied to writing a good scene for a movie. So yeah, just Google screenwriting and just read a couple of articles just to get your head around it. Then read everything about the hero's journey framework uh, that Joseph Campbell invented. And then yeah, become a critical consumer of ads and media rather than just a consumer. Yeah, it's kind of tough to be honest for like hopping onto this journey. It's at least three to six months to get at least semi-decent at this. And it, it takes time and effort, you know, to understand all these principles. But to be honest, this is kind of the biggest barrier I see, you know, the brands that make it over like 30, 50 mil a year versus the ones that are stuck lower. 
This is kind of the biggest thing. They just know how to tell the stories, how to become market leaders through the storytelling and create these connections that create, okay, this is the the go-to brand into the industry. And it's almost always about the story. Yeah, 100%. Cool, Darius. So tell people a little bit more, you know, where we can find you and maybe, you know, how you could help them because I know you're running some of the workshops. Well, um, I could be found at Darius Lucas on Instagram or just DariusLucas.academy online, as in my website. And I guess the most poignant and most thing that I do that could help people is probably the brand story and strategy bootcamp, where either in a group format or one-to-one format, I take people through a process of actually defining all of these things that we cover today. So everything from your origin story to mapping out your brand story arc to customer avatars and the customer stories and going further into actually telling stories about your products and storifying your products and then sort of taking it further. So that's probably the thing that I'm most passionate about right now in life. And I just love seeing how entrepreneurs sort of take that and use that to scale their companies, their brands. Yeah, sounds pretty awesome. So what are you? Thanks for your time. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Enjoying this podcast? Consider subscribing and sharing it with your friends. This helps us to grow and create more amazing content like this for you.